This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Goodbye, Cam. Hello, Teddy. Free agent signings. Breaking news. Former Panthers finding homes with old friends. All on this episode of Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. And welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's show, we are going to talk about several free agent signings and several free agent departures from the Panthers. But the main news of the day and why we're doing an emergency podcast, Cam Newton. Uh, what about the other name? Big name that's no, coming no, no. here. That we'll talk about him in a minute. But the big news no, no, no. is Cam. See, I think I think they're interconnected. You can't just say Cam Newton. I'm dedicating this portion of the podcast to Cam Newton. I have no problem dedicating this whole situation to Cam Newton, as he was wronged by this franchise. He was wronged by the franchise. So let's give Cam a little bit of time here. We'll talk about you know his replacement here in a few minutes, but. Cam is leaving, and I really don't feel good about the way it's happening. <laughs> no, not at all. This was, this feels like amateur hour in the front office. Because, let's just go ahead and say it. The Panthers came out and said, hey, uh, we are discussing with Cam Newton a possible tra- trade scenarios. Mm-hmm. No, they, then, they said we're giving Cam Newton, or granting him permission to explore a trade, essentially. Okay. That's what they said. Correct. And then Cam Newton came out on, uh, not Twitter. Sorry, guys. Instagram. I've been celebrating St. Patrick's Day, and I'm going to be loud and a little bit forgetful. <laughs> but on Instagram, he wrote, Stop with the wordplay. Never ask for it. There is no dodging this one. I love the Panthers to death and will always love you guys. Please do not try to play me or manipulate manipulate the narrative and act like i wanted this you forced me into this love and then greg olson even commented on this saying sounds familiar this isn't going well for this front office (sighs) since matt rule has taken over right and you remember greg olson it was a quote-unquote mutual parting of ways which greg olson vehemently denies um he says that it was not mutual at all the panthers didn't want him back so, yeah, this is you know starting to become sort of a trend with uh, David Tepper run franchise here, which I you know I still like David Tepper, um, but you know Jerry Richardson also. Wait, 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 wait! You keep saying David Tepper. You mean Matt Rule? No, no, I mean David Tepper. Oh, because Matt Rule wasn't here uh, when. Um, Uh, was it Thomas Davis that was released? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that one I don't think went quite as poorly, but it was also one of the things. There was a lot of hard feelings, you know, well, from only- from uh, from Thomas Davis to the Panthers. Yeah, this doesn't seem to be going well in the Panthers' way. Yeah. They seem to be making react 
adjustments, which are fine. You can re replace Cam Newton, but you just have to let him know you can't. Supposedly, he was blindsided when the news broke. No one told him. He thought he was going in as the starter, as you and I were from the scouting combine comments by Matt Rule. Yeah, and, and Cam seemed to also think that, you know, he said he'd had great conversations with Tepper and Herney and was planning on being back this year. My understanding is that he and his agent met with Tepper and Herney either today or maybe yesterday or something, sometime very recently, and they had kind of decided at that point that Cam was not going to be back. But, <clears throat> you know, framing it in such a way that it makes it sound like Cam wanted to go out and seek a trade. When you say mm -hmm. we're granting permission, you know, that, that I think that's what rubbed Cam wrong for sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I do feel like this kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, you know, even if it was just yesterday or, or even today, um, you know, Cam obviously wasn't expecting it. And just like with Olsen and just like with Thomas Davis, you know, again, like we said, this is not a good – these are your stars. You know, these are the faces of the franchise. These are the guys that yeah. you have to handle them with kid gloves. You have to handle them very carefully, especially when you're letting them go because other people around the league see how you handle situations like this. Correct. You know, and for you're a, absolutely correct. For a long time, the Panthers had a very, uh, you know, a very good reputation of how they treated stars. You know, and a lot of that came from Herney, you know, giving out big contracts to guys that maybe didn't deserve it. But, you know, the locker room was great here. The culture was great here. You know, maybe outside of Jerry Richardson and the kind of the front office culture, but the locker room culture was great here and when these guys just these franchise staples keep getting the shaft and and being released and you know in a very negative way it just doesn't look good at all doesn't look good at all no it doesn't look good for other players it doesn't look good from the fans perspective like we put a lot of love into cam newton yeah and now he's the way they treated him, it feels wrong. It feels wrong as a Panthers fan. Yeah, it does. And, you know, and not to mention, they sort of jerk the fans around a little bit, too. You know, Matt yeah. Rule coming out and saying how he loved Cam and couldn't wait to work with Cam and was, you know, excited to have Cam on the field and healthy. That was not even a month ago. You know, that was like yeah. two weeks ago. And everybody, and so everybody heard him say that. All the fans heard him say that. So don't lie to us, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand why he would come out and say that if that, that was the issue. I've also heard through sources from the Panthers organization. I heard this on the radio, so I, I do not have sources in the Panthers organization. <laughs> that Cam, they knew Cam Newton wanted a extension, wanted a new contract. Which goes inside with him meeting within the past couple days with the organization. And the organization knew they weren't going to extend him right this time. So that could fall into this. But you still have to let him know. Yeah. And I think part of that, you know, you could look into that statement he made about wanting some commitment, right, from the Panthers. Mm -hmm. As saying that he wanted some sort of extension. I, and I don't fault the Panthers for not wanting to give him an extension. No, not at not, all. Not with I mean, the way things have gone for the last several years. Not at all. We haven't seen him in three years. <clears throat> a, a healthy Cam Newton we haven't seen really in three years. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, we saw a version of Cam in, what, early 2018 that looked good, but it wasn't the Cam that we expected to see. It wasn't a deep-throwing Cam. It was a Cam who sort of fell apart at the mm-hmm. end of the season. So a lot still of, had a sh- recent soldier, yeah. uh, shoulder surgery. Yeah, a lot of people point to that to those eight games and say, well, see, he was 6-2 and two here. He had really good numbers. Um and they point to that as the reason why Cam should still be around and maybe should have gotten an extension. But you've got that sandwiched with, you know, a lot of games where he just did not look good or was hurt mm-hmm. or got hurt and, you know, probably shouldn't have played a lot in that second half of 2018. I think we all agree with that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. But then to get hurt at, you know, the very before the season even started last year. And then obviously was played the first two games, shouldn't have been. Um, but it just it leads to a guy who maybe is breaking down. So, you know, this isn't an anti-Cam podcast at all because I really wish that we would have kept Cam. But I can see from the team's perspective, I think we both can, why they let him go. We just don't like the well, way they, they did it. They haven't officially let him go. Let's put that okay, out. What? Well, he, he's available to seek a trade if he wants to. But he will be cut if they don't find a trade. Which is, if we get nothing for Cam Newton, is asinine. pure asinine. Yeah. That boils down to yeah, this amateur asinine. hour of the front office for this. Yeah. This, this should have been done last week if they wanted to do it. They should have seeked a trade last week before free agency hit before all these big-name quarterbacks hit the market, got a trade done, and before you sign somebody else. Now they've signed somebody else. They put everything in. Oh, yeah, we're not moving forward with Cam Newton. All the teams are either going to lowball us now or just wait till we cut him so they can pay Cam Newton. This makes no sense in the front office situation. It makes Matt Rule and Marty Herney look like clowns. <laughs> this looks pathetic amateur hour. It does, you know, they, uh, you know, and, and they have, you know, Panthers.com has, has goodbye cam all over it. You know, their Twitter has goodbye cam all over it. So this is, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, he's gone. But you're right. Like, why would you kill your own leverage by just telling the entire football world that cam's not going to be here next year? So why it's are like you going to, well, yeah, why are you going to come bring your best offer? Yeah, it's like playing poker and saying hey by the way guys i'm bluffing (laughs) (laughs) you know the only way this works out for the panthers is if there are multiple teams interested in cam and a bidding war breaks out you know if you've got the patriots and the chargers the colts well the colts just signed rivers so but the patriots chargers i mean that's really i mean are those the only teams that really need a quarterback I mean, you got after so far you, with the free agency, pretty much. I mean, and, Dolphins maybe. Well, but, you figured the Dolphins are going to draft Tua. You figured Cincinnati's going to draft um, Burrow. Burrow. Jordan Love or uh, Love is going to go somewhere. Herbert's going to go somewhere. So I mean, those are really four places that probably Cam wouldn't be traded to. You could see the Dolphins maybe taking a shot at Cam and still drafting Tua, but Cam's going to want some. I think Cam's probably going to want a long term deal. Yeah, I, I think that's what's been hinted at of why they are moving this direction. Yeah. Is he wants a long-term deal. So, I mean, you know, we've talked about, I think we, we did a podcast um, 
late, late last year or sometime in the middle of last year where we sort of did a goodbye to Cam. Because I think this is not like a shock to any of us. No. Uh, it's not a, too much of a shock. I think lo- the past couple of weeks when they did that whole at the scouting combine, Matt Rule said that. I think that, oh, okay, we're moving forward with Cam. That makes sense. We didn't get a top draft pick. It doesn't look like we're going to get one of the top three quarterbacks. All right, that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Let's go this way at route. And not only that, you're going to have to get a good trade value for him, and it doesn't look like we're going to get that because he's been injured. And now we showed our hand saying that we've already moved on, so we're going to get nothing for him. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, if there if there does happen to be a bidding war, then we could. You know, we still could make a decent haul off of Cam. I mean, what would make you happy, I guess? A second-round pick? I think now a second-round pick would at least make me feel okay. I wanted a first for him as he's been an NFL MVP. He's only 31 years old. I mean, yeah, he's got some tread on the tires, but usually someone's going to pay for that. But I don't see it now. Yeah, I mean, um, so the last four years since Cam's MVP season, now, of course, there were some um, injuries here, of course, but Cam is 23-23. and Uh Averages twenty six hundred yards passing. Well, you got to take into effect that he didn't have play all those games. Okay, this is in this is in forty six games. Okay. Okay, so this is his average forty six games. Um, twenty or two hundred yeah two thousand six hundred ninety four yards passing average, sixteen touchdowns, eleven interceptions average. So he's got sixty five touchdowns, forty four interceptions in those four years. Um, taking 106 sacks for 775 yards, you know, and he's got running, but it's not nearly the running that he had in the past. So, I mean, he's, you know, he's not the cam that we remember, you know, he's in those four years, he's rushed for 1,113 yards over the four years. So, is he the Cam of old? No. But, and I was wrong on those numbers, sorry. It's 1,600 yards rushing. I mean, he really hasn't played in a year and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, those numbers are also kind of skewed because of that. It's, uh, I have no problem moving on. I, I have a problem with the way this front office has done it. Not letting him know. Not... Not making the move before signing another quarterback. Not making this move a week ago. A week ago, if this move has been made, even if they didn't tell him, I would feel a little bit better. It feels like they don't know what they're planning on doing, and they're just they're quickly reacting. Maybe Matt Rule is a college coach who is frantically trying to catch up to the NFL game. Well, you know, I, you say before we sign another quarterback, I mean, nobody can be signed until tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's the opening of free agency. We do have a deal in place, it sounds like, with another quarterback, which maybe is why this thing got, you know, fast-tracked. Maybe they were waiting to see if, and let's just say, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the Panthers' starting quarterback next year. 
barring any, I think any... it's already I was gonna say yeah. I think it's already written on the wall yeah barring barring any kind of odd draft day shenanigans Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the guy so maybe the reason that they waited was to see if they could get a free agent quarterback a Teddy Bridgewater or Philip Rivers or Marcus Mariota or you know somebody in that price range that's not going to break the bank but is going to provide you a good quarterback not a quarterback that's going to win you a super bowl i think well, we can agree on that but from from what i've heard again is that they view teddy These are bridgewater your sources telling you this my non sources <laughs> says that it's going to be a they view him as a stopgap quarterback till they get a franchise quarterback the deal is supposedly for about 3 years 60 million nothing has been released here so you assume 60 million and Probably not all of that is guaranteed. So I'm assuming it's probably like 17, 16 million a year with escalators can get up to 20. Yeah, I'd, I'm really interested to see what the deal is. I would imagine it's like a, probably probably realistically like a two-year $40 million deal. Yeah. And then there's and, a third year that you could cut in with minimal downside. Yeah. And Joe Brady is very familiar with Teddy Bridgewater. He coached him. Not last year, but the year before in New Orleans. So he's very familiar with him. He, so obviously he feels comfortable with him being the starting quarterback for however long they need him to be. So there is positives about Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, first round pick, uh, been to the Pro Bowl. He looked decent in Minnesota. Everybody expected him to take that big leap in the third year before that freak leg injury sidelined him. People thought he would never walk or play again, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess let's go ahead and talk about Teddy now. Um, a lot of people are not going to like this signing. No. But... The way it went down, everybody's yeah. going to really hate Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater has got to walk on water, save a dozen children from a burning <laughs> building to get love in Charlotte right now. Well... I, I don't know if people are going to blame Teddy Bridgewater for Cam leaving, but, you know, and, and there are a lot of people that don't like Cam. There are a lot yeah. of people that wanted Cam gone. But I think there's a lot of people that wanted Cam to stay, or if he did leave, then they wanted something more flashy than Teddy Bridgewater to come in. But you have to think about why the Panthers are making this move, and you said it. Yeah. He's a bridge quarterback. He's a hold-the-fort quarterback. He's going to come in. He's not going to actively lose you games. Um, he is a guy who's a veteran guy. He's been in the league since 2014. He is going to, you know, if we do happen to draft like a Justin Herbert or somebody like that this year, he's a guy that can, he's been on both sides of it, right? He's been on yeah. a starter side. He's been on a, um, you know, a guy that's supposed to be a star. You know, he's been that guy. He's been a backup. He's been injured. He's seen the game from just about any way that a quarterback can see the game. Yeah. And yeah. he came in, he looked really good last year, you know? Yeah. I want to go back to a part where you said that... Now, we can earmark this and completely delete this out of the podcast, by the way. Okay. If you don't want to talk about this. But there's a big portion of fans who never really believed in Cam Newton or did not like him. Do you think there's a portion that won't like Teddy Bridgewater for the same reason. <laughs> I, I'm what, being honest. Whatever could you be referring to, Jerry? 
Okay, so so there's a difference between Cam and Teddy, right? Yes, they're both African American quarterbacks, which I think is what you were going getting at there. Cam is, and I think a lot of people didn't like Cam because of his personality. Cam was very flashy, very me first, very egotistical. Um, celebrate on the field, do his little dances. All cameras point at me. He's that kind of guy. Now he earned it in my in my opinion. That oh, didn't too. bother me at all. But that's why a lot of folks, especially older folks, did not like Cam. Cons- more conservative folks, you could say, did not like Cam. Teddy Bridgewater is not that guy. Yeah, no, he's not. Teddy Bridgewater but... is a very low-key, um, respectful, very soft-spoken kind of guy. At least in the, in the off, you know, off no. the field. And I like Teddy Bridgewater a lot. I think we've talked about him glowingly on this podcast before, just how he's had run into a lot of bad luck, you know, mm-hmm. with the Minnesota injury, then got horrible advice and went and signed with the Jets. Then they drafted Darnold, which mm-hmm. everybody knew they were. Never played a game. And then get shipped and then get ships off to New Orleans, which smart play by New Orleans, but you know, you're not gonna unseat Drew Brees. Right. <clears throat> so now he has to sit till that contract's out. Like like he's had a lot of bad luck. I just, just I feel kind of bad for him, and I think he has some talent. I don't think he's necessarily he could be a good starting quarterback. I don't think he's going to be an upper echelon quarterback, but I think he could be a decent starting quarterback with a built team around him. That was before he signed here. So, but I just don't I don't like the way it was handled and shipping came off. Yeah. Just, He's, he's not a runner, right? He's a pocket quarterback. He's what a lot of people wanted here. A pocket quarterback who's not flashy, who goes out and does his job and doesn't want the spotlight or, or demand the spotlight, I should say. Yeah. So, so I, think, I actually think that people that didn't like Cam are going to like Teddy Bridgewater as long as he performs on the field. Mm. Uh, that's going to make everything, you know, Determine his his like or dislike here in the Carolinas. Um, so Teddy, you know, overall Teddy is twenty two and twelve as a starter. Obviously, he did have two seasons basically where he was completely out. He did nothing. Uh, had that massive, massive injury back in was it twenty sixteen? I think. <clears throat> yeah. Where he just, I mean, people didn't know if he's going to walk again. Yeah. And. He he, you know, was drafted in Minnesota, got hurt there, went to New Orleans, like you said, backed up Drew Brees. Last year, he had a a pretty significant stretch where he started. He was five and zero in that stretch, yeah. thirteen hundred eighty four yards, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, again, he's not a runner. I think he only ran for like twenty eight yards total in that stretch. But if you take those numbers and you stretch them out across sixteen games. That's 4,400 yards, 29 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's a really good season. Yeah. That's a no. really good season. And you wonder, I don't want to say you wonder, but you you have to worry that it could be the New Orleans Saints system. But at the same time, he, he played really well in Minnesota. He went to a Pro Bowl in his second year. He did. And, and by the way, who's our offensive coordinator next year? Where'd he come Joe from? Joe Brady. 
It, well, that's why I brought up earlier yeah. that Joe Brady is familiar with him, worked with him before. If he wanted to go out and sign him to this decent contract and let Cam Newton go, I feel like he felt confident enough in Bridgewater that he could be the guy for a while. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, maybe it was New Orleans system. I think we're going to run a system pretty similar to what New Orleans is running. And even though we don't have Michael Thomas, DJ Moore had a huge jump in his second year and could mm-hmm. have an even bigger jump in his third year. He could be 95% of Michael Thomas, which would be an extremely good wide receiver one. I think Michael Thomas and DJ Moore are two completely different styles. I'm sa- uh, yes, Jerry. I'm not saying that they they do the same thing, but in production-wise is what I'm saying. I hope so. I, I saw last year where Joe Brady really design plays to get wide receivers open in space and i think that's where dj moore can really benefit from yeah so i mean i think both of us are on the page of saying that we we like the signing um especially considering what this team is going to be next year Mm -hmm. and probably the year after that (laughs) i mean honestly um i don't i don't think teddy bridgewater is a bum I'll say that. Do you think Teddy Bridgewater is the starting quarterback for the Panthers in 2022? That will be a third year of his contract. Mm. I I can't say that, yes or no. I'm going to say no if I have to choose. You have to choose. If I have to choose, I'm going to say no, but I would not be surprised if he did. If we go 7 and, you know, wait, we have uh, 17 games next year. No, By the not way, next year. CB- not next year. Oh, it's not next year? No, it probably will start 2021, maybe 2022. If we win eight or nine games, I think he does. I think he continues on. If he looks good enough, I think he'll he'll stay here. And I think that's one of the good reasons to come to Carolina for him. You know, Looking at this from his perspective, he's got a chance to come in here with very low expectations. Mm-hmm. And if he overperforms and sort of <laughs> ruins the Panthers – Chances at getting somebody like Trevor Lawrence, right? Which, you know, you hear the rumors the Panthers are going to tank for Trevor. If if he comes in here and does a good enough job to where they do win seven or eight games, then they're not going to be any any position to draft Trevor Lawrence. No. So he could conceivably perform his way into another big contract. He's only 27 years old. Yeah. You know, and this is a three-year deal. He'll be 30 by the time this deal is up. 29 probably by the time he's ready for an extension. And if he's played well enough, then why not? I mean, if you can find a guy who's, you know, it's sort of like a Kirk Cousins deal, right? Where he just didn't work out in his previous spot. He goes somewhere else and he's played very well. And now he's signed another extension. He's going to be there three more years. So you can find franchise quarterbacks like this. It's not, it doesn't happen often, but... This is a very unique circumstance for Teddy Bridgewater and for the Panthers. It could work yeah. out. And the last time a New Orleans backup came and started for the Carolina, it turned out pretty good. Not going to say he's going to have Jake DeLome's career yeah, here in Carolina. Are you saying that Teddy Bridgewater might name some of his horses after DJ Moore and, and Curtis Samuel? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Teddy Bridgewater does. Um. So, I mean, you know, look at some of the other names that were out there. Phillip Rivers, uh, Andy Dalton, uh, Tom Brady. I'd rather have Teddy Bridgewater than any of those guys. Just yeah, because want... of the potential. 
Yeah. I, I think at this point, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, I Drew Brees technically was a free agent too. Uh, those guys would not work well here at all because we know this is going to be, even if they don't completely dismantle the team, it's still a rebuild. This is not yeah. going to be a Super Bowl contender next year. Right. Might, might all those guys have better years than Teddy next year? Maybe. Maybe, mm-hmm. but for you know the future of the franchise, I think Teddy's a good he's a good risk to take. It's not a lot of money, especially with the CBA going up again. It's ten percent of the cap. You know the CBA the um or I'm sorry not the CBA going up again the uh, cap going up again. You know cap is going to be 198 million and he's going to be 20 million. That's ten percent. That's way less than some of these other guys. I don't think he's going to be 20 million. I. I yeah, it depends that, on how how the how the uh, cap numbers work out. Yeah, I mean, maybe the first year they'll have like a cap hit of twenty two, and then it'll drop significantly. Yeah. I honestly mm-hmm. expect it to be a two year deal where we could get out with little to no dead cap in the third season. Yeah, very well could be, and that, and that would be smart, especially if they are planning to tank for Trevor. Yeah. Oh man, so I mean, overall, overall, I think personally. I sort of expected the Panthers to get rid of Cam. Yeah. You know, even after all this time where they're saying he's going to come back, you just felt like with Rivera gone, Greg Olson gone, Luke Keekley gone, you know, Thomas Davis last year gone, a lot of the defense gone. Like, it just felt like the team was moving on. And it would be weird to bring Cam back. Now, what's he What's he coming back for? So, now, well, la- hold on. Let me, last... fin- let me finish my statement oh, real sorry. quick. Um, so for me, yes, I'm sad to see Cam go. I'm also excited to see what happens to Cam and where he goes and how he performs. And I'm excited to have Teddy, honestly. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm way more excited for this season than I was a few hours ago. I'll say that. You may proceed. Well, you and I are in <laughs> different boats here on this. Okay. I, w- I was kind of shocked by this. Yeah. I-, I was expecting after the scouting combine that Cam Newton was going to start. I thought originally for a while he was going to end up starting, and then we were either going to transition tag him next year and then trade him or you know go kind of that route because we weren't probably going to get much for him. But this kind of threw me through a loop because Cam Newton's only 31. He wasn't a large cap hit. Uh I, I'm like you. I am, I am not horrified by Teddy Bridgewater coming in. I think he's a solid quarterback. And if we didn't have Cam Newton on the roster in the first place, I'd be very ecstatic about bringing him in. I, I just don't like the way things went down. And I give me Cam Newton or give me Teddy Bridgewater. I think I'm leaning towards Cam Newton. On an well, even playing field, same camp hit. And well, of course. But sure. Okay. So that's the question, right? Is Knowing what you know about Cam's health, mm-hmm. which is really, we know a lot, but we also don't know a lot, right? We have no idea what he's going to be like this year. Who'd you rather have? If you, I think still Cam Newton. Okay. And this, th- let me explain why. If we have Cam Newton, and if he's not fully healthy, we're going to only win three, four games. Now, okay. But it, but if he's healthy and he lights it up, then you sign him to a contract. And then you roll with him for the next four or five years. Okay. If not, you can you three four wins. You're gonna go and try to get a quarterback anyways at the next season. 
I think that's assuming a lot. That's assuming mm-hmm. that Cam stays well, healthy for the next four or five years, right? Just because he's well, healthy yeah. for one year doesn't mean he's going to be healthy for the next five years. Um, I just don't know. I don't know what Cam is anymore. I honestly don't. And I think that uncertainty, I kind of know what Teddy Bridgewater is. I know he's not going to like make a lot of mistakes. I know he's not going to... Uh, he seems like he's healthy now. Uh, I mean, he hasn't played 16 games since 2015, so we'll have to see about that. But he looked very steady last year with the Saints. So I think for this team, I think I'd rather have Teddy because for Cam, I don't think you were going to get Cam for one year. I don't think Cam wanted to play without an extension. And I don't blame him at all because if he does get hurt, he's got no security past that. So if I'm Cam, I want at least three years, you know, of pay coming towards me based on his, the way he plays the game. And I understand that. And I could see where if he was demanding a extension or something like that, I, that that's the route you go. But I I don't know if that's what happened. If that, if that meeting earlier, a couple days ago, you know, yeah, that's what they're like. We want an extension. You know, well, you know, nope, we're moving on. We want a $30 million per year extension. Yeah, I don't know if they would, would necessarily ask for that. I think that would be kind of unreasonable. But then again, Agreed. then again, I mean, Ryan Tannehill's getting $30 million. You know? So maybe, yeah. that, maybe that's what they did want. And if that's the case, I'm sorry, Cam. Like, I'm no, not interested in that. And that's kind of where we're sitting at is we're assuming what happened. And if that's true, I agree. I, it's time to move on anyways. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's 35 minutes almost of Cam talks <laughs> to Cam and Teddy talk. Do you have any final thoughts on either of these guys before we kind of move on to some of the other flashy free agent signings? Well, Cam Newton, we love you. Uh, you gave your heart and soul to this team, and I enjoyed watching you this e- throughout those years. It was fun to have a quarterback that it was just entertaining to watch. You never knew what happened. I'm going to miss it. I, my wife and I actually talked. We were like, this is going to be really sad that our daughter was born, even though she probably wouldn't remember it. She'll never get to see Cam Newton, Luke Keekley, that type of that organization out there that it was so fun for the past few years. Yeah, and th- and this does sort of remind me of the conversation we had last year about Cam. Um, you know, the the Carolinas never ha- has never had a superstar like Cam, a national international superstar like Cam, and we're gonna miss him. I mean, we really are. We're gonna miss leading Sports Center. We're going to miss seeing his name all over social media when he does something spectacular. I mean, we'll see it, but it won't be it won't be but for the Panthers. Right. I mean, he had the dab. You know, that became <laughs> that became a freaking international thing. I mean, it was it was a thing before, but Cam made it popular. That was yeah. all Cam, and it was all over the place for There was elderly people doing the dab. Yeah. The Superman. <laughs> I mean, he made he made the Superman popular. You know, he he was he he came into the league saying that he wanted to be an icon, an entertainer and an icon. He was and is. I mean, he will forever be remembered as 
the best Panthers quarterback that we had up until this point. Oh, by easily. far. And probably the best franchise player that the Panthers ever had. Mm-hmm. So, you know, good luck, Cam. I, I really look forward to seeing wherever you land. And hopefully it's not with the Bears because that's where quarterbacks go to die. I hope it's somewhere nice and sunny and shiny and you, you're healthy. And, you know, so I want to see you play for another 10 years. So you're hoping the Chargers. Nice I'd love to see him with the Chargers. I'd love yeah. to see him with the Chargers. Yeah. Or the, or the Dolphins, the I guess. But I'd love to see him with the Chargers. All right. Oh, let's make a bet. Let's make a bet. Okay. Beer bet of the week. Beer bet of the offseason. Beer bet of the offseason. Beer bet of the offseason. I can't do the offseason. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Um, <laughs> let's just uh, let's let's make our bet where he goes. I actually bet that he goes to the Chargers. I think that's a great place for him. I, I think the Bears... I think that they're going to trade away. I think they're in win-now mode, and I think a healthy Cam Newton could put them into Super Bowl contention considering Mitch Trubisky mm-hmm. had them in, I'm using quotes, Super Bowl contention last year. So I think the Chargers need fans. They need people to show up to the games, and Cam Newton will bring people to the games, especially if he's healthy. Do you think it's a trade, or do you think he just gets cut and signs? I'm going to go with my wishful thinking trade. And what do you think we get? Realistically. Realistically? Uh, probably like a third or fourth. Yeah. I think he just ends up getting cut. I don't think we get anything for him. Uh, and unfortunately, since we're signing Bridgewater at basically the same um, salary, we're not going to get any kind of compensatory pay for him. So Nope. So there you go. All right. Well, good luck, Cam. Um, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back and we will talk about the rest of the free agent signings. Hello everyone. I want to take a quick minute and tell you about an amazing app I've been using for a while now. Get upside. Do you ever fill up at a gas station and a few minutes later pass another station that's a few cents cheaper per gallon? It is the worst, right? Those days are over with get upside with GetUpside, you not only get to see what the price per gallon is around you, you save even more money per gallon by using the app. It's as simple as opening the app, clicking on the gas station where you're filling up, and then filling up. You can get up to $0.40 cents per gallon back, and you can use that money on gift cards, transfer it to a PayPal account, even get an old-fashioned check in the mail if that's what you're into. I, I personally earned over $50.00 back using the app just in the last few months and I only fill up like once every couple of weeks. It's so simple. Why not use GetUpside when filling up? Use promo code C38EU to sign up and get an additional 15 cents back per gallon on your first purchase. That's promo code C38EU. Get upside and get paid. And we're back. And before we go around the NFL, we did have the Panthers sign two or agree to sign two free agents yesterday on the opening day of tampering. Uh, defensive end Stephen Weatherly from the Vikings. Um, over the last two years, he's totaled six sacks, 59 tackles, and 17 quarterback hits. Uh, he's only 25 years old, four years in the league, was a seventh round pick. This looks like a guy that's coming up and growing into the position. So it'll be interesting to see if he fights for a starting position or rotation. Uh, They also signed Justin Burris, defensive back 
from the Browns, 26 years, four years in the NFL. Uh, he's actually a Raleigh native, so attended North Carolina State. So you're going to have a lot of Wolfpack fans. He can also play safety and cornerback. So he'll probably, you know, float around back there. Those are always I don't good guys know. to have. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if he'll be a starter with, well, what we'll talk about soon, Bradbury leaving, but I doubt it. I think we'll probably have to adjust or address that in a different area, probably the draft. Yeah, I don't really have too many thoughts on either of those guys. I saw that, uh, who was the Minnesota guy? Weatherly? Yeah, Weatherly. Weatherly. I saw people talking really highly about him. He didn't get a ton of starts with them, but he did play a lot and... He put up some pretty good numbers, and supposedly he's just a very solid guy. So I'm excited about that one. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure the other signing. I don't really have any. I feel any like both of these guys. Way. I feel like both of these guys are starter role player. You know, starter slash role players. They could be, wind up being either or. Yeah. Nothing. Super, I don't feel super sub way. or an average starter. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, also with the Panthers. Colin Jones asked to be released, and the Panthers obliged. So, happy trails, safety, Colin Jones. Thankfully, we never have to watch you play safety again. <laughs> yeah, hated watching him play safety, but supposedly, <laughs> I mean, all accounts are, and we saw it, you know, he's a very good special teams player, so we will miss him on special teams, but, God, I will not miss seeing him play safety. He was terrible. Yep. Uh, now, currently free agents from the Panthers that have no agreement in place. Safety, Trey Boston, defensive tackle, Gerald McCoy, Bruce Irvin, linebacker, edge rusher, cornerback, Ross Cockrell, guard, Greg Van Roten, Vernon Butler, Dave Gettleman's fantastic first round pick, defensive tackle, Kyle Love, uh, Stacy McGee, who just was signed late in the last season. Defensive end, Wes Orton, Javian Elliott, Chris Hogan, Daryl Williams, and Don Terrio Poe are still free agents with no agreements. Um, yeah, and we may re-sign some of those guys. I hope we do re-sign a couple of them. Um, yeah. Specifically, Van Roten. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind Cockrell coming back either. Yeah, Cockrell I feel too. like, yep. feel like average starter, you know, role player guy, that that fits his MO and I think that would be a solid corner for us. Agree. Now let's move on to the big name signings. Uh, it has been leaked that Tom Brady has agreed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a South, uh, NFC South division rival. And the announcement will be coming in on Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, uh, That'll be fun to watch if if Brady's eighty percent of what his prime you know used to be, then that could be really interesting. I love this. I love this for the as a Panthers fan, just because I think this is one. I think Tom Brady has one, maybe two year decent years left. I don't think yeah. he'll ever be really good, and then they're gonna fall off. Then they're gonna be searching for that quarterback, and then that's that's when hopefully the, our rebuild will be done, and then we can. Right, and that's the other thing, is that this doesn't really affect the Panthers much because we're kind of expecting the Panthers to be poor in the next couple of years. So, you know, I mean, F the Bucks. Like, I don't like the Bucks at all, but I do like watching fun football. Yeah. And they've got some fun players on that team, and if Brady is, like I said, halfway decent, then he's going to be better than 
Winston, and he could really, they could be fun to watch. Yeah. And we'd see him twice, twice a year. So. And trades, trades, trades. This first day <laughs> involved a lot of trades. I'm going to go ahead and start off with the first one that kicked it off. The Cardinals and Texans agreed to trade. The Texans traded DeAndre Hopkins, a 2024th round pick, to Arizona for a horrible contract with David running back David Johnson, a 2022nd round pick, and a 4th round pick in 2021. This is an awful trade for the Texans. Who who agreed to this? DeAndre Hopkins 21 year or 28 years old. David Johnson has had one good season, a monster contract. What yeah. what are they thinking? They only got a second round pick for probably one of the elite receivers in the game. He's a top 3, top 5 easily. Oh, I would say he's at his best, he's the best receiver in the league. Exactly. I mean, I he, mean and he's he's played with bad quarterbacks. He finally has a, a good quarterback in um, Deshaun Watson, and now they trade him. <laughs> like, it's I, it's ridiculous. And if they I trade was, him for nothing. Like, yeah, exactly. second-round pick and a fourth-round pick and a guy who might not ever play for them or play significantly oh. for them. I mean, David Johnson is washed up, and he's only, what, he's like 25 years old or something. Like, he's not yeah. old at all. If I was if I was a uh, Kyler Murray, I'd be going kiss Cliff Kingsbury on the lips because that is an awesome trade. <laughs> well, that'd like, be the oh second my... time you've kissed Cliff Kingsbury on the lips. <laughs> yeah, I mean, great trade from the Cards' perspective. They give up not much and get back. You know, and they dumped a loaded contract that yeah. they were going to cut a guy and take dead cap on. Yeah, which this makes Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, it's got to make him extremely happy. It's going to oh, take all the best corners off him. I mean, he's he's probably going to have a thousand yard season. Another, and then they're supposedly going to draft a top tier wide receiver in the draft because this is a receiver friendly draft. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look man. out for the Cardinals next year. All right, moving on to the next trade, uh, the 49ers and Colts agreed to terms to trade defensive tackle DeForest Buckner to Indianapolis in exchange for the 2020 first round pick, and uh, Buckner agreed to a five-year deal with the Colts to pay him $21 million per season. This is kind of surprising, but not that surprising. The Colts had a lot of cap room, while the 49ers didn't want to pay Buckner that money. I mean, this feels like a good trade for both sides. I mean, they get the 13th yeah. pick. That's really good compensation for a guy that you didn't want to keep. You know, exactly. No, and no matter you know how good he is, um you know, you get a first-round pick out, and we're not going to get anywhere near that for Cam. So, no. you know, good job by them. But, uh, yeah, like you said, the Colts have a ton of money to spend. And, you know. And they, and they got a great player, a great defensive tackle, you know, for that pick. So they just have to visualize it as the 13th pick, we got a Pro Bowl defensive tackle. Yeah. Okay. Let's, I mean, that's that's not the worst-case scenario. I know you're going through trades right now, but let's just talk real quick about Philip Rivers going to the Colts. One year, $25 million. What is the Colts' plan? Why are they signing? They, you know, they signed Philip Rivers for one year. They signed a Forrest Buckner for five years. Obviously, they think they're going to compete for a while. Who's their quarterback going to be next year? I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of curious <laughs> about myself. I didn't think about that until you just brought that up as I haven't gone didn't really 
pay attention to the Philip Rivers signing. But yeah, that that makes no sense. Granted, but, maybe they may be worried that he doesn't have it anymore. Well, I'm you know, I mean, they're giving him $25 million. It feels like you sign a guy like that for one year, you feel like you're in win-now mode. And maybe they are. They think they can, with all this cap money, put together a team that can compete. And, that, and maybe they're right because they competed in a lot of games last year with, you know, Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. So I just wonder what their plan is two years from now because they're not going to be in a position to draft one of the top guys because they're going to have a pretty good team. Are they just hoping that Phillip Rivers is good enough to play another, you know, maybe continue these one-year deals with him? I mean, I, I'm just – I find that interesting. I do too. I, I don't understand it either. I, when you brought that up, I didn't, wasn't thinking about that. Uh, I know the Colts team is a solid team, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. next uh, the year after or next, I, oh. yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe they are hoping they can find another quarterback to maybe a Jacob Eason in the second round or uh, Fromm in the second round that they can have learn under Philip Rivers. Maybe that's their plan. Yeah, could be. Now there was another trade yesterday on the day first day of tampering. The Vikings and Bills. The Vikings agreed to trade wide receiver Stephon Diggs and a 2027th round pick to Buffalo in exchange for a first round pick, a fifth round pick, and a sixth round pick. Now, Stephon Diggs wanted out last year. So this doesn't surprise me. They got a first round pick out of it. I think the Bills got a really good receiver for a first, a fifth, and a sixth round pick. I, I can't... I think it's a solid trade on both ends again. I think, I, I feel like Minnesota won this one. Um, they got a lot back for him. And, and Stefan Diggs is a very good player. I don't, I wouldn't put him in nearly in the same league as Hopkins, uh, which makes that that trade look even worse. Um, yeah. So, I, but I think Diggs is a top 10 receiver in the league for sure. Um, they have Adam Thielen. I assume they'll probably draft another wide receiver, probably with that first-round pick that they're getting from Buffalo. Um, so I feel pretty good about this trade, actually, from Minnesota. You get a guy out that didn't want to be there, and you maybe bring in somebody that's a better fit with the team, you know, and with Thielen. Because Diggs just – Diggs was very up and down with them, especially last year. Well, for the Bills, I really like it, too, because they've been trying to find a receiver trying and trying and trying and they can't draft them they can't sign a free agent if stefan diggs doesn't work out then that just means it's your system i mean I, do, do, you do, said do, it's do, a lot do, 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 it's do, do, do. a lot it's a breaking first news round pick. breaking news breaking what? news the panthers what? have signed trey boston to a three-year 18 million dollar contract i like that I like that signing for us. I, like I that think too. he played really well, and I was hoping we'd bring him back with Eric Reed, even though he's Eric Reed struggled a little bit last year. I like that a lot, and I'm probably getting that notification right now on my phone. <laughs> Good deal. Uh, Nine point five million dollars the first year, so uh, interesting. The vast majority of that money coming in the first year, so potential out after year one, I would say. But I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I did too. I, I was hoping that was one of the guys we talked about last week that we wanted to get re-signed with us, so I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. All right, sorry for interrupting you there. No, no, 
that was the last trade we went over. Uh, now let's move on to the agreed to terms, can't sign till Wednesday aspect. Cornerback, former Panther, James Bradbury, is going to the Giants to work with Dave Gettleman again. Uh, a three-year deal with $45 million a year, $32 million guaranteed. He did get that 15 mil he was wanting per year. Yeah. Interesting symmetry here with Gettleman not wanting to pay Josh Norman $15 million a year, letting him go. Now Gettleman maybe realizing the value of a top-end cornerback, giving James Bradbury $15 million a year, taking him from Carolina. So kind of interesting symmetry there. But uh, good for Bradbury. I, he played very well last couple of years, and I guess he's worth $15 million a year. I mean, again, well, got- the cap went up, so the market's kind of kind of reset a little bit. Good for That's him. what I was just about to say. I was like, once that cap keeps going up, it's yeah. going to look like a steal. Just like Cam Newton's deal originally looked like, oh my goodness, $20 million a year, and right. now it's, by the end of it, it's like, oh, he's only worth, taking $19 million against the cap. Yeah. Uh, a former Panther linebacker, A.J. Klein, agreed to terms with the Panthers of the North, the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> on a three-year deal worth $18 million, 9.7, fully guaranteed. Great signing by Sean McDermott and the Bills. They know what they're getting. Don't know why we didn't bring him back. Well, different staff. Uh, but he, he would have been perfect here. Uh, different staff. I mean, staff. with, with Keekley retiring... I understand it's a different staff, but he would have been a good fit here is what I'm saying. You know, that position is a position of need, and that's not a bad contract. And he was very good backing up Luke when he was here. You know, Luke presumably is going to be part of the staff in some way. I just would have really liked to have brought him back. But you're all right. Great signing by Buffalo. All right. Moving on. Back to linebacker, former Patriots linebacker Kyle Van Noy agreed to terms with the Dolphins for a four-year deal, $51 million and $30 million guaranteed. Uh, I touched on him as possibly a dream guy for the Panthers, but obviously not. Another one, Pittsburgh defensive tackle Javon Hargrave agreed to terms with the Philadelphia Eagles on a three-year $39 million deal, $26 million guaranteed. Yeah, that was the guy that I was sort of my dream guy for us. Um, mm-hmm. Richest nose tackle contract in history, I think. So it is. Uh, That's what I read too. Yeah, um, good for him. Quarterback Marcus Mariota agreed to terms with the Las Vegas. I'm going to remember that mm-hmm. Raiders on a new deal. They don't have the terms released yet. Uh, Derek Carr lighting a fire under him. Yeah. I thought they were going to go for a bigger name than Marcus Mariota. Yeah, well, that that tells you that uh, presumably Derek Carr is going to stay there, right? They're not interested in, mm. in him leaving yet, but they do want to provide some competition. Um, I like it. I mean, Marcus Mariota is going to be a very good backup quarterback in the league probably for a long time. Uh, probably. Uh, Amari Cooper, five years, $100 million contract with the Cowboys. Boy. And they franchise ta- tagged Dak Prescott 
So they're going to have to pay him either this year or next year. Probably, supposedly, he turned down $30 million a year, too. Yeah, they reportedly. Uh, supposedly, like the richest contract, of, richest new money contract in the history of the NFL. He turned it down. So, you know, they st- they'll still work on it. I-, I have a feeling he'll probably get signed to a long term deal before the season starts. Um, you know, the franchise tag doesn't preclude them from doing that, but yeah, that's a lot of money you're going to be spending on your wide receiver and your quarterback over the next five years. Yeah. Assuming uh, that Dak stays. That's a lot of money. Now, would you rather have Stephon Diggs or Amari Cooper? Stephon Diggs. Yeah, and obviously you'd rather have Hopkins. Oh, yeah. Hopkins, Hopkins easily a step above both of those guys. In I opinion. wonder why they couldn't trade for Hopkins rather than sign Cooper to this massive deal. I feel like the Cardinals just well, fleeced everybody well, <laughs> getting, getting Hopkins. Well, DeAndre Hopkins has a pretty hefty deal in place. Yeah, but you'd much rather have Hopkins. Let's see what DeAndre Hopkins' deal is. I believe it's like $19 million. I'm looking it up right now. Five years, $81 million contract. Well, you got to look at this season's what he's actually going to get. There we go. DeAndre Hopkins is only a 12.5 cap million cap hit this year and he's signed for three more years oh man it only gets up to 13.9 isn't oh, that great like how oh, how man, much worse does this trade so look so much worse every oh. time you look at this trade it gets worse hey people <laughs> in in listener land think about this deandre hopkins is getting 12.5 million devin funch has got 13 million last year yeah. that's how big the market has changed since then this oh man this is such a steal yeah and he signed through 2022 so oh. that and, and and by the way that's his first post rookie contract so the guy's still got another big contract in him oh crazy i am almost going to be sick with how bad that trade is for how, houston as panthers fans we you know today's a tough day right <laughs> How tough is your day if you're if you're a Texans fan? Hey, we knew we planned on rebuilding. Right. <laughs> Who'd you rather be today, a Texans fan or a Panthers fan? I think I'd uh, rather be a Panthers fan. Uh, at least we signed a quarterback. We, you and I, at least have yeah. faith in. I know right. some Panther. I've seen a lot of Panther fans upset. And uh, one one of our friends in particular is not yeah. a uh, not a Bridgewater guy. All right, who we got next? Uh, that that's all I had for major announcements. There's probably a lot more. Well, is there any that you want to talk? Yeah, about? there's one more. Um, another former Panther linebacker, Thomas Davis, going to Washington. Did, oh yeah, I for, yeah. I texted you that, but yeah. I forgot to add that on my list. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, another guy that I wish we would have brought back, if for nothing more than to provide locker room you know stability and kind of a coach on the field type of guy i let's think about this thomas davis is playing another year luke keekley retired different injuries right you know true thomas davis with the knees you know luke keekley with the head you know one of one of those things is way more 
devastating in the future than the other. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, Thomas Davis, what is he? How old is Thomas Davis going to be? Like 35, 36, 37? Thomas Davis. 36. Yeah, uh, actually, he'll be 37 Sunday. So happy early birthday, Thomas Davis. Mm-hmm. I do wish we would have brought him back, but he's going to reunite with Ron Rivera, and good for him. He'll probably have a fine season. He's he's ageless. So, uh, I think that's all the ones that I wanted to talk about. Um, Kevin Durant has the coronavirus. Hmm. Uh. Okay. <laughs> that dude just broke. So, you know, not great for him. Um. Let's see. Uh. Jason Witten went to the Raiders on a one-year deal. I guess that's... Uh, what are bit, they thinking with yeah. that? I, Jason Witten, you know, retired, went to the Monday Night Football, and now he's getting ready to play on his second post-Monday Night Football team. So, good for him, I guess. I, that's got to be a super cheap deal. I think it was like $13 million for two years. Like, it was $7, 6000000 million per year. But still... Why aren't you retiring, Jason Winton? You've already retired. You didn't look that great last year. You look slow. You looked old. It's time no. to hang it up. You're going to be sitting behind Darren Waller, who had a baller year last year. Yeah, it looks like this is a $4.75 million one-year deal. So that's not bad. That's not bad. But why? But why? Hey, is John Gruden going to try to like get every old person there? Like, Yeah. That's what John Gruden wants to do. Get the band back together. Maybe, you know, <laughs> given his old Monday night football. You know, Maybe uh, talk to Rice out of retirement. These Monday night football guys have to work together, you know. <laughs> Booger McFarlane's going to join the staff there. Oh, God. I <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it. I do, too. Uh uh, that's all I've got. Happy St. Patrick's Day, even though most of you won't listen to this on St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to go take a shot of whiskey after I'm done with this. Yeah. Uh, looks like the deal is official with Teddy Bridgewater. Three years, $63 million. Mm. So there you go. $21 million a year. Um, all right. Well, everybody stay safe out there. Keep uh, Keep some social distance between you. Yeah, and if you have any questions or comments, uh, email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at meowmixpodcast. You know, drop us a line, like, you know, subscribe, have fun. Yeah, let us know what you think about the deals. Um, Anybody out there that you still want the Panthers to go after, you know, hit us up. We'll talk about it. Um, Other than that, though, I, I don't know when we'll be back, if we'll probably maybe next week. You know, once kind of free agency dies down a little bit, maybe the week after, we'll see. But um, we'll be back soon. We'll let you guys know. And until then, everybody, keep pounding.